Good morning, my brothers and sisters. It is the 185th episode of Be With Me, Seven Minutes of Biblical Wonder. And you just have to love the Bible because it just stops you in your tracks in unexpected places. And that happened this morning. So uh, stumble with me here. We're in a passage about gaining a brother. If your brother sins against you, go tell him his fault fault between you and him alone, discretion, brotherhood, insight, humility. If he listens to you, you have gained a brother. So the goal here is to gain a brother. This is from Matthew 18. It's kind of about church discipline, but we're not going to get there yet. And this is the passage five words that got me. But if he does not listen, and it's just to take two or three brothers along and turn it into a big court case. So we're going to talk about the most difficult thing in the world today, and that is to be wrong. The second most difficult thing in the world is to have a friend a close enough friend that tells you you're wrong. And then the third most difficult thing in the world is after sin, after wrongness, to be restored. So let's talk about... Uh, first, let's just talk about the friend that's coming to the sinful brother. And, he, and first of all, he has to have the insight to say, hey, you're, you're wrong here. Then he has to have the courage, the guts, the kahunas to uh, make a confrontation would be too strong of a word, maybe. The guts to do this. The discretion to do it in the right way, solo, quietly, alone, between you and him, alone. So an element of secrecy. So you have to have a quality enough friend that if there is something wrong, the first person he goes to, the first person he discusses this with, is you, not somebody else. Not a gossip, nothing like that. And then you, then you, this is the friend that has your gain in view and probably their own loss in view because they may lose you as a friend by doing this. So that's how good of a, of a friend this is. But the part of this passage that caught me was not the good uh, confronting brother. It's the guy that does not listen. And so I was thinking how easy it is to be the guy that does not listen because I... I've been that guy, and maybe you have too. Uh, I, I, I tell the story that it took me, I, I'm not, I can't even say it publicly, how, how long, how many decades it took me to ever use these six words, I could be wrong about this in uh, a relationship that I have. So the, the point is, is that we are wrong, and probably we do offend, and so here's my question is, when, do you, when was the last time that you were wrong? And then my second question is, well, who was president about then when, when you were wrong? Well, gee, I haven't been wrong since Jimmy Carter was president. Or maybe, gosh, maybe you, you're just an Obama wrong guy. Uh, let's not judge our time in presidential administrations. Let's be, let's be wrong more often. And then 
we have this local wrongness that we wrong the people that are around us or people at our work or people at our church or people that, that drive on the same roads as us. Uh, and then we have this intergalactic uh, cosmic wronging of that pride against the Lord. And in a sense, all our sins are against the Lord. So one of my challenging questions is, is, is there anyone in your life that has the stature that if you heard a hard word from them that you'd actually listen to them. So Proverbs 27 comments on that and says, faithful are the wounds of a friend. These are are real friends that can can hurt you a little bit and say, hey, you, you were wrong about this or bring this up to you. In fact, this person is risking it all to help you be restored. And don't you want people in your life like this that have your gain in view that if you are, you know, in a mud pit that they tell you, hey, you're in a mud pit and you want to get out of that, don't you? And and I'm here to help you. That's the kind of friend that you want. And outside the body of Christ, with God's help, with these instructions, has this ever happened to you, I would wonder? And the reason I ask you this is because forgiveness is very, very hard. In fact, I think it is the hardest thing thing. If you can find something else in life that is harder than this, you let me know what it is. To make uh, an error, to make, to undo history, to erase history, to make it as it never happened, that is so hard between people. And it's even hard in, in a way between man and God. So in Matthew 9, I don't want to go there, but the, the, some friends bring a paralytic guy to, to Jesus, and Jesus says to, to the guy, he says, go, go, your sins are forgiven. And the, the Pharisees get all up in arms saying, you, you, you're saying you're God, you, you can't forgive sins. And then Jesus has this great line, for which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, rise up and walk. And then he does make the guy rise up and walk. But the, the point is, is that you're asking, I'm doing the impossible, which is forgiving this guy's sins, the, the extraordinarily difficult. Rising up and walk, that's in comparison, that's easy. So I think this, this, these five words, but if he does not listen, the, the teaching point of this, this particular thought is, I don't want to be that guy, and I don't think you want to be that guy or gal. It's a call not to be that guy. Even though the passage kind of looks at it from the other side of this. So a call to be in fellowship that when those errors, the wounds of our friends, that they're not too sharp. Do you have a friend like that? I only know one way to have a friend like that, and that is to be a friend like that. And I would say, hey, let's all pledge ourselves as I'm going to be wrong in this presidential administration, not the next one or five presidential uh, administrations down the line. Let's make it easy when a real friend rebukes or corrects or admonishes or exhorts us and say and warns us and say, hey, you're off track. So the most difficult thing in the world is to be wrong. Let's be humble. Have a friend. Third most difficult thing is to be restored. So let's not be that guy or be that gal. And let's be a guy that listens to the pricking of the Holy Spirit and the pricking of our friends. Don't be that guy. Let's be wrong a little bit.